It's holiday time and I know you might be feeling frenzied, but I also know that if you're a listener of this podcast, I can sense that you want to show up for your life, no matter how busy life can be. You want to connect with God, honor your body, and make every day that God gives you meaningful. So what better way to do that than with a Monday mindful moment? The Mindful Moments for Present People is a devotional series with a breath prayer designed to help you stop everything for a moment, read and apply God's word to renew your mind and replace diet culture with kingdom abundance. So head to joyfulhealth.co slash Devo and we will send you the Mindful Moments for Present People devotional series to your inbox. All right, let's get on to the episode. Welcome to the Joyful Health Show. I'm your host, Casey Schuler, mom, personal trainer, and Bible study author. And I'm here to help you discover joyful health by grace. Hey, Joyful Health friends, welcome to another episode. And in fact, this is the last episode of our season for growing and greater freedom for our health based off of Galatians 5.1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. So we are here to just kind of shine the light on what it means to cut through the weeds of wellness and um, really just ditch any shiny, trendy ways of getting healthy and get back to the basics because the basics might sound boring, but they're what work. (laughs) And so it keeps us humble also to be able to dig into those, um, those practices that God has given us. So I'm really excited to be able to talk to Alex Ford. Alex, welcome to the episode. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Okay, y'all. So I am going to um, talk about who Alex is. And I mean, really just reading her bio kind of blows me away. So I just get excited. Um, So Alex is passionate about equipping believers to live well for the glory of God. She has a 16-year background in health and wellness. She serves as a certified coach and consultant through her practice, Cultivate Well, and as a mentor professor for Redemption Seminary. Alex teaches and writes on topics related to theology of the body, faith, and whole person wellness, and related subjects in various ministry settings, which is all just right up our alley on this show. Alex holds a doctorate in education from Southern Seminary, where her research focused on the intersection of spiritual formation and human embodiment. She also holds an MA in Biblical Counseling from Dallas Seminary. So, wow. Okay, Alex, you have a lot of professional experience when it comes to um, faith and the body and being able to work that out with other with others at this point in your life. So tell me a little bit about your background, kind of how you got here, maybe um, personal or professional story of where God met you in this space and how it impacts your work. Absolutely. Well, just the Lord is so kind just in how he's brought me to the work that I'm doing now. Um, 
I look back on my childhood and I grew up as a, in a family that generally pursued health, but sometimes from uh, misguided motivations. And I sense that just even from an early age. Um, and so I'm thankful to have had, you know, an exposure to concepts like, you know, nourishing my body and the importance of movement just again from that early age. But like I said, I just had this innate sense that something was, something was missing. And so I began teaching mm -hmm. fitness classes in college and then continued to teach and went into personal training as well post-graduation. And just the more that I worked alongside my personal training clients and then um, uh, serving alongside my husband in our youth ministry at our local church, um, I began to just feel the Lord call me to um, pursue further education just to help again in the professional setting, but also in the ministry setting. And so I sought out to pursue my master's degree in biblical counseling. And I, you know, again, from early on, I desired to help people holistically and felt that just this training in counseling would give me the foundation needed to help um, the whole person really, both professionally and in ministry. And so after graduating with my master's degree, I worked as a counselor at a practice that had a holistic focus. It was really neat. You know, I had a similar background to the woman who started the practice and we had a similar vision and it was just exciting to kind of move into that realm. Um, then of course, um, you know, there, we hit a little, we hit a little hiccup and my husband felt the call to pursue doctoral studies in Louisville, Kentucky. And so that took us out of the state of Texas. Um, and because of differences in reciprocity, I wasn't able to continue counseling, um, in Louisville, but, um, the Lord opened the door, um, with the opportunity for me to go back to school and pursue my doctorate in education. And then also alongside that, and alongside that to write my doctoral thesis on the relationship between human embodiment and spiritual formation. And so even though, you know, my journey wasn't as I thought it would be, you know, professionally, I'm so grateful for just the doors that the Lord opened um, unexpectedly, even with that um, across the country move. And so mm -hmm. while I was studying, I worked concurrently at a local wellness center as a fitness instructor, personal trainer, and then I also was a coordinator for the Pilates studio there. Um, and then we moved back to Texas. Um, we were there for three years, moved back to Texas while I was writing my thesis. And then I started my private coaching practice at that time. And then post-graduation, I pursued training in functional medicine health coaching just because of the impact that integrative medicine has had on our family, which I can share more later if you'd like. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, just like you said, the Lord has given me just a desire to care for um, believers as whole people and to help them pursue health from a Christ-centered perspective, specifically rooted in a biblical understanding of the body. And so in addition to coaching and consulting, I write and speak on topics, like you said, just related to theology, the body, whole person wellness and, and other things. But I just love to teach the Bible and I love to just help believers connect their faith with everyday life. And of course, that includes how we pursue health. Yes. Okay. Wow. I'm like, ooh, that sounds fun. Yeah, I would love to do that too. So there's <laughs> a lot of over overlapping passions and yes. that's so um that's so wonderful about where God has you now. And I do want to hear a little bit more about that functional wellness story that has to do with your family because um I really wanted to get this episode out before the new year, before um all of the pressure hits to do a new really crazy crash diet 
let's do this in 30 days, go hard or go home type of thing. Um, because really, you know, we can start with something that we feel like is good because everyone's doing it or it's very popular or it must be good. People are getting these amazing results. Um, and so, but a lot of times, yeah, when we meet with our clients, it's like, okay, well, how are you? You have this thing that's happening, but you can't think clearly. How are you sleeping? You know, and sometimes the sleep is off or even talking to my um, talking to my pastor, like, it, you know, he can see things of like, he can spiritually counsel people, but there are just some physical habits that we can have that are foundational. And so, so with that, it's like, where do we start? Um, how did you get interested in that? And tell me a little bit about that, that personal story there. Sure. Yeah. I'm so just convinced that the foundations of health are where we need to start and where we need to come back to. And I talk mm-hmm. about that a lot just with um, clients and, and friends and family members that like, especially in seasons of uh, challenge or in seasons of um, difficulty or even just when we don't know where to start, like we need to come back to those basic foundations. And so um, just a personal story about how the foundational aspects of health have just been um, ap- made apparent in our own lives, uh, and I say our own lives, uh, speaking of my family. Um, while pursuing my, uh, while my husband was pursuing his PhD, he was diagnosed with an autoimmune condition. Um, he was misdiagnosed for some time, um, but eventually came to realization from working with a variety of different doctors that the root was autoimmune. Um, and most of the doctors just wanted to kind of, um, silence the symptoms. Um, but the symptoms kept coming back. And so he finally arrived at one doctor who said, I I can't prescribe you steroids anymore. Like you need to find a doctor who's really gonna look at this from a whole person perspective. And so Mm -hmm. we found a doctor thankfully. And the first thing that she did was brought it back to really the foundational aspects of health. She asked him how he was managing his stress. She asked him how he was sleeping. She asked what movement looked like in his life um, and, and what his job was like and how he was managing just different things that were going on in his life at the time and advised him just on how, how he approached those things had bearing on how he felt in the day to day as well as just how his body was responding to different things and and sure enough, you know, there, it did take a variety of other approaches to help bring him back to a state of um, a state of health because he was really suffering there for a while. Um, but addressing, he will be the first person to tell you that addressing those foundational aspects of health are really what helped him um, feel well and experience a lot of healing along with the other things. But again, he would say that the foundational aspects of health were, were integral. And so even, Mm -hmm. you know, with clients too, I mean, I think a lot of times people come at health thinking that we need to have this, you know, grandiose plan, or we need to have this specific, you know, super detailed protocol or schedule. And, um, you know, it can get so complicated so quickly rather than like looking at it from a point of, what are the basics? You know, can I, can I take it back to the basics and, um, how do the basics apply both in busy seasons and in calmer seasons? Like how, how can I really 
integrate, you know, healthy life-giving rhythms into my life versus, you know, these quick, what we think are going to be easy fixes that really aren't where they almost leave us a couple steps behind versus Mm. a couple steps forward, like we're hoping. So again, I'm just so passionate about the foundational aspects of health and how they really are integral. Like that is where we need to be approaching, um, wellness from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So you mentioned the foundations of health as you listed stress, sleep, movement, job, things like that. Do you have a list of the foundations of health that you kind of check off as you are counseling people? It really depends on the person. You know, I always like to point back to the fact that God has created us as whole people. So of course, in soul and body, but then he's also created us with these specific dimensions or capacities. And, um, you know, they, what I describe them as are including, they include the spiritual, the physical, emotional, mental, and relational sides of who we are. Of course, you can um, tease those out to much more, but those are just kind of the broad categories. And I like to start Mm -hmm. there, like with, you know, how are you tending to your spiritual health? How are you tending to your physical health, emotional health? And that's going to look different for everybody. And while Mm -hmm. You know, I can see how those broad categories might feel overwhelming. It's also very freeing to come back to some general categories to realize that you can make just some simple steps in each area and it can truly feel transformative where, you know, you may realize I was talking with a student the other day who was saying um, just that the relational side of life has been really challenging because it's been a very busy semester for this particular person. And, um, you know, I just asked her, what would it look like to maybe include an outing with friends every other week? Do you think that would be doable? And if you don't, what, what do you think would be doable? And so something mm-hmm. like that you know, where you are um, looking at what a goal is, and then you are aiming to scale that back to be applicable to your particular season of life, I think can be really helpful. So I guess Mm -hmm. point being that those categories of spiritual, physical, emotional, mental, and relational may seem broad, but they're very basic. And we, when we can really nail it down to a specific kind of scaled goal, um, then we really can be freed up to pursue health in each area without it feeling overwhelming. So hopefully that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, for sure. So, um, so different than like a quick fix or micromanaging, you kind of look at, okay, well actually, a- am I hearing you right and saying, well, what's maybe missing in your life? Oh, it's hard to connect with people. Okay. So let's look at that relational component mm-hmm. versus, oh, let's just go on this. I don't know. There, I mean, you know, there's so many, there's so many little plans and recipes and protocols out there that are kind of a, a blanket mass marketed thing. Um, so how can people start to kind of discern, well, which, which foundation do I need to start with? Right. That's such a great question. I mean, you know, you mentioned like quick fixes or micromanagement, you know, a lot of times with those, like it's very temporary. Like it's hard to 
have those be a long-term way of life, which is why we refer to them as quick fixes, you know, and, mm-hmm. and micromanagement, it, it, you can't sustain that for long. And not only that, but it's, we're relying on our own strength, you know, when we seek mm-hmm. those quick fixes or we seek to micromanage. Um, and a lot of times I have found just in personal experience or in professional experience, just that those are our attempts at grasping for control. Um, and mm-hmm. grasping for control is not really ever going to lead to integrating healthy rhythms or healthy habit habits into our lives. Like, again, it's kind of the opposite of that. And so what mm-hmm. we want to seek to do instead is rely on the Lord as we put the foundational aspects of health into practice. And we want them to be both life-giving and sustainable. And so when I think about mm-hmm. the words life-giving and sustainable, again, that's, that's so counter- quick fixes and micromanagement. And so that's what we want. Like, that's what we want as believers. We want to honor the Lord in our health. We want um, the pursuit of health to be life-giving, to be sustainable so that we are able to to live well and serve well. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that would be my, that would be my um, thoughts when it comes to uh, that question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Life-giving and sustainable. And that's why we say, Okay, we start with grace because a lot of the times people are really wrapped up in the rules and the rule-based systems Mm -hmm. of health. And we know as Christians that we are saved by grace and it's not of our works, it's not of our own doing so that no man may boast. But (laughs) but the, the way that we operate in the wellness sphere can be a little bit different. And so what, you know, we start with grace and then we follow the joy. Like what is life giving? because we know that God is the giver of life. And so, you know, that workout you do doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be, you don't have to dread it. It doesn't have to be terrible. You know, like what, what is actually going to be life-giving, you know, after like, wow, I really have more energy now. I want to do that again. Um, Not saying that it's all going to be rainbows and butterflies, but um, overall life-giving and sustainable that, And like you said, not having to rely on our own strength because, I mean, we experience that through the cycle of just one week. It's like Monday, we're ready to go. And then by Thursday, it's like that is the dead day at the gym, like all across (laughs) any gym I've ever worked at because we've, we've lost that. We've lost that motivation, that self-motivation. So for God to be able to, to allow him to sustain that is so important. Um, So, okay. So being able to, like, if someone's listening to this and they're thinking, okay, maybe I should start with, maybe it's not physical, maybe it's um, emotional, mental, or relational. Do you have other steps that they can take? Or would you just say, like, hey, start looking at your life and ask God in prayer about it? Um, Are there different steps that you would have them to take when it comes to, you know, really starting with one foundation or kind of bringing them all in at the same time? That's a great question. I think it's going to depend on the person and their capacity just in the season that they're in. Um, Mm -hmm. My experience has been that oftentimes people come to conversations that I've had with them already feeling like the Lord's leading leading them to make some changes in different areas. And so um, I, you know, would advise if you're feeling the Lord leading you to make some changes in particular areas, lean into that and continue Mm -hmm. to pray for wisdom and discernment just and the changes that he wants you to make. I think it's very helpful to just be 
honest with yourself, um, honest before the Lord, um, and just to take a general assessment, you know, maybe just list out those categories and um, just start jotting a few sentences down about where you feel you're at, where you would like to be, maybe next steps that you feel like the Lord's leading you in. Um, Again, it's pretty organic. You know, I, I like to keep things flexible and organic because again, just everyone is in a different season of life. Um, they mm-hmm. are coming to um, health with different experiences and backgrounds and sometimes with a lot of baggage and a lot of hurt and a lot of guilt. And so I just try to leave it as open and as flexible as possible because like you said, you know, it may not be that someone is feeling like they want to make changes necessarily in the physical area, but they want may want to, like the example of the student, feeling led to make some changes in the relational area. And so um, I think it is helpful as we're assessing one area to really look at the whole and look at the whole picture. Um, But it may Mm -hmm. be that in particular seasons, you do focus on one area versus another. Um, But some people also too may feel like I would like to make, you know, here's, here's my plan for each area and how I plan to tend to each area within the next, you know, month or three months or whatnot. Mm -hmm. So again, hopefully that's um, not too general, but I think as open-ended as we can be, um, that serves people best. Like Mm -hmm. when somebody's coming to you, really listening to their story and helping them with where they are um, is is the most helpful rather than writing out again this this strict um, to-do list or um, yeah timeline for what things should look like because everyone again everyone is different so mm-hmm. yes yeah, so true and I think um, it, it can be so ambitious to look at something that's like you said really strict a lot of rules like wow this is gonna be really hard that means it must produce great results mm-hmm. <laughs> and so at least that's where I know that's where I, my pride can come in and 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 say wow I can if I can do this I'm really gonna you know be whatever fill in the blank healthy or I'm really dedicated or I'm really a disciplined person but just like any program that's, you know, life does happen and something gets in the way where you can't, you can't adhere to the program because that's not, that's not what we're called to do. Right. Like we are called to abide. We're called to abide in the Lord. And so that breaks down and that's a blessing. Yes. <laughs> that's a blessing when that thing breaks down because it's like, ooh, that, that turns us from that thing to God because we can't actually, we can actually do this. We can't plan our days out. You know, that's. Um, we can only live God has given us today so I like how you are using the word tend to tend to this thing because it reminds me of a farmer's words um, or you know tending a garden Mm -hmm. um, tending to your body attunement you know it's a little bit more gentle and nourishing and caring so I just, I enjoy that word. Um, Me too. And that's something that I I use that (laughs) analogy a lot of tending a garden or um, cultivating growth in different areas, which is, um, yeah, with cultivate well, like that's the, that's the concept is that not only are we cultivating well, like we are, we are um, pursuing wellness um, 
well, but we are also cultivating wellness. So kind of a double play Mm -hmm. on words there, but Mm -hmm. just this idea of cultivating and tending that, you know, um, like you said, with a farmer or with a gardener, like when they go to the garden or when they go to the field, like they're not tending all the areas all the time. Like they're moving area Mm -hmm. to area and what's required in one area may not be what's required in another area. And so one area might need a little bit more love and care and nourishing while another area might not, you know, it might be just Mm -hmm. growing fine, you know, with how you've tended it. Um, And so, I just think it's such a beautiful picture of what the well, what what the life a life of wellness looks like is just looking at each area and tending tending in each area as we feel that the Lord is leading per what each area of our life needs in that particular season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that, and I love being able to expand wellness from just diet and exercise because, you know, we know that there's it's so much more than that, and when we get hyper focused on what we're eating and how we're moving and neglect our relationships yeah our mental and emotional health then we 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 don't feel balanced we feel like something is off and there's a good reason for that um because it's you know there's it's multi-dimensional so i want you to um i would love for you to be able to talk about kind of your um your model of health and and we can't see it because we're going to going to be talking about it but maybe you can talk about it in a way that we can visualize that um and then also talk about first thessalonians 5 23 through 24 what does that have to do with whole person wellness sure so yes in my practice i focus on christ-centered whole person wellness and so Um, I talk about how Christ is not a component of our lives, but he's the center of our lives. Therefore, every area of our life should revolve around him. And so um, with the model, you'll see Christ at the center and then you'll see spiritual, physical, emotional, mental and relational um, around the circle, um, as parts of, as parts, um, of who we are. Um, but then again, Christ is not a component. He's at the center. So hence Christ centered. Mm -hmm. And when I say whole person, that's really what I'm getting at with the spiritual, physical, emotional, mental, and relational that that's, that encapsulates who we are as whole people. Um, we're soul and body, but those are the dimensions in which we've been created. And so as we're pursuing Mm -hmm. wellness in each of those areas, we want to come from a Christ centered, um, perspective, but we also want to come from, um, a foundation of a biblical understanding of the physical body. And so I think a lot of times that's missing. Like we're quick to jump Mm -hmm. into pursuing health or we're quick to jump into tending to our mental and emotional health, but yet we may not truly have a, um, we, we may not have developed or had the opportunity to develop a biblical understanding of the body. And it's Mm -hmm. so helpful to have that because when you come at that from that perspective, like knowing what scripture says about the body, um, Mm -hmm. it is transformational because all of a sudden you're coming at tending to these different areas of your life from knowing like God values the body. Like each of these areas are important to him. There's nothing that's small to him. Um, that again, I can rely on him on all things and know that even as I'm walking through sickness or even as I'm walking through, um, chronic pain, that he values my body and that he is with me in this. And so, um, just knowing that God values the body, knowing that the body is of, 
importance to him helps us as we approach wellness, knowing that we're not on our own, that God's created Mm -hmm. us in soul and body. We pursue this from a Christ-centered perspective. He's created us as whole people and that this is all part of his plan. And so Mm -hmm. I just feel like the, the way that the model is drawn out is just a a helpful picture, hopefully, um, for people who see it or seek to integrate it into their own lives, um, because it really shows you again how God values the body, how he, how he has created us. But again, it's not a end all be all like health for health sake model. It's really you know we're doing this because Christ is at the center. We're doing this because we want to image Christ to the world around us. We're pursuing health because. We want to honor the Lord in all that we do and all that we say. We want to serve him Mm -hmm. from a place of living well. So Mm -hmm. anyway, that was probably a long drawn out explanation, but just trying to paint a picture of not only what the model looks like, but also what it, um, what it means when you draw it out. Um, yeah. In terms of application. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, and that's, so important and I also want to kind of come back to something you said earlier um, that relates to of when you know you feel like something is a little bit off and you feel like God is already asking you or leading you into exploring you know oh maybe I should get some more sleep or ooh, maybe this food isn't making me feel great maybe I should look into that um, is that he is the one he is the one at the center and he is the one who's leading you to himself and for him to be able to do miracles on earth that healed people. I mean, <laughs> reading through the gospels again mm. and I'm just like, he healed people left and right. And that he wanted to show what heaven is like and what eternal life is like. And those are glimpses. And so to be able to make the body well, to make, uh, make the blind see and the deaf mm. hear. And when he made the blind see, they opened their eyes and they saw him. And that was the first thing mm. that they saw. And so to me, that's just like the most beautiful picture of like this. He is truly the center. And when we, when he heals us, we, he is the first thing that, they, that we see or that we behold because we realize, oh, it is all about him. I come from him. I can do nothing without mm-hmm. him. I'm going to follow him because there's, I can't find life anywhere else. So yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, um, we learned, so you know, it's like we from Jesus's ministry and just, it's so mm. beautiful to see like how he valued the body, like not just the body, mm-hmm. but the whole person and how, yes, when he healed someone, like he healed them and the physical healing is beautiful, but it's, it's pointing to the spiritual reality. And it just, mm. I think about, you know, the healing of the leper and just how, not only was he physically healed, but he was healed and restored to come back into community. I mean, there was just mm. so much that was involved in that, that it wasn't just this physical healing, spiritual side, but it really was whole, a holistic restoration. And so just mm-hmm. to your point, it just is so beautiful to read through the gospels and just see how um, God values the whole person and how Jesus's earthly ministry pointed to that. Yeah, and I think that can be really encouraging, especially for the person who's listening and is thinking, I don't know if things are going to get better. Does God want me to be healthy? And so, yeah, okay, well, if, you know, go and go and read the Gospels and see what Jesus does for people's health. And we also have to recognize that Jesus died, like he allowed him his own body 
to die and which you know we would think is the opposite of health but he showed us the other side of death which is life in him Mm -hmm. and so being able to see that uh, you know sometimes like a lot of (laughs) a lot of times in my life I can look back and see well I didn't feel well but if I didn't have that suffering in my life I wouldn't have found Jesus in a new way and therefore wouldn't have found new life and have followed him in a new way so uh you know (laughs) his ways are are mysterious but to be able to um still follow him because he still is at the center of of wellness of eternal health of eternal life so um okay i (laughs) i would love for people to like read your whole dissertation because i've been skimming through it and reading through it and it's so good so deep so true um and especially that the biblical knowledge of how what god designed our bodies for is it's uh relieving and makes you exhale Mm -hmm. so (laughs) let go of all the other wellness rules that are out there Mm -hmm. um on that note do you think it'd be helpful to read first thessalonians five you asked about earlier i forgot to Mm -hmm. answer but read that um yeah, I'd love to just read that for us. But now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful and he will surely do it. And I just love this mm-hmm. scripture because we see how just sanctification is a whole, it's a whole person process, right? And um, we see how not only in these two verses, but just in elsewhere in scripture, just how God values the whole person and he's faithful and how he cares for us as whole people, mm-hmm. like we've been talking about. And he holistically transforms us into the likeness of his son. And we just want to tend to each of these areas of our lives as we pursue wellness because it all it all matters to him. And mm-hmm. we might, you know, we've talked a little bit about this too, but we might think that particular areas of our lives are small or insignificant, but I just want to encourage us that it couldn't be further from the truth. Like that is a lie. It's mm-hmm. that it couldn't be further from the truth. Like God has created us as whole people and he works in us and through us as whole people. Um, whether that be in our pursuit of health or in other ways, but he has created us as whole people. He is working in us and through us as whole people. And he, um, he will sanctify us as whole people. So hopefully Mm -hmm. that scripture can be of encouragement to listeners just as they process through some of the things that we've talked about today. Yeah, absolutely. And really verse 24 he who calls you mm-hmm. is faithful. He will surely do it. So the pressure's off. Mm-hmm. He is He is the one. He is the one who is faithful. He is the one who is doing it and who will do it. So um, hopefully that can just lighten your heart and your soul a little bit. <laughs> and um, just lift up your head and lift up your head and see that, oh, God, you are doing it. How are you doing it? Open my eyes and show me. Um, so it's, it's exciting. We can anticipate with hope of what what he's doing now so um okay you've already shared so many good nuggets is there anything else that you would love to leave the listeners with as far as a takeaway for um kind of maybe being able to um look away from the temporary micromanagement type of quick fixes and to start with the foundations of health sure yeah i just It probably sounds like I've said this over and over again, but just starting with the foundations of health, the basics of health is really, it's really powerful. 
Um, we can get lost in the weeds. We can get overwhelmed with where to start, but taking it back to the basics just takes all of that pressure off and enables us to walk in freedom as we pursue health. Um, and not only that, but if we, when we start small, that enables us to integrate just healthy life-giving rhythms. So again, thinking about our conversation about um, the habits that we integrate, wanting to, them to be life-giving and sustainable, and obviously honoring the, honoring the Lord in that too. Um, we don't have to make you know, grandiose plans. We don't have to make these huge, you know, lifestyle changes. Like we really starting small is powerful because it's sustainable. It's life giving and it's a way in which we can walk in everyday faithfulness and honor the Lord, Mm -hmm. um, as we do so. Um, and then also just, um, I talk a lot about grace and I know you do too, but, Um, going back to the foundations of health, like it enables us to show ourselves grace and to just give ourselves the permission to scale back when we need to scale back because Mm -hmm. each season of life is going to require something different. And our pursuit of wellness may not look the same as it does, you know, as it did six Mm -hmm. months ago, as it will five years from now. And so knowing that, um, when we go back to the foundations, they're, they're scalable. We can, we can adjust them per our seasons of life as, um, the Lord leads us. And so that leads me just to, um, want to encourage everyone to just pray for wisdom and discernment, like really lean on the Lord and prayer. It can be so easy, even when we think, okay, I'm going to go back to the basics. Like it's easy, even in that to like, think that we need to rely on ourselves to like figure out what the basics are and and the steps we need to take but really lean into the lord like take every opportunity to pray nothing is small to the lord like he wants us to bring everything to him and so ask him for how you should walk forward ask him for the steps that he wants you to take um ask him to bring community into your life that can encourage you in these areas or ask him to bring somebody into your life that you can encourage in this area and so um even you know as i was thinking through our topic for today i was thinking just how easy even in going back to the basics it can be to be tempted to rely on ourselves to figure things out and so even though it may mm-hmm. seem basic it's powerful but we also need to rely on the lord and ask him for that wisdom to know how to um maybe integrate some new health healthy habits into our lives so mm-hmm. those are a few takeaways i'm sorry but they all all were related <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's helpful i mean really just yes start small rely on the lord he will do it amen <laughs> um we can sum that all up that's that's it so okay alex so if people want to work with you or to find you to learn more where can they do that sure so you can go to cultivatewell.co and find me there um, on instagram and facebook by the same name as well Uh, feel free to reach out if you have any questions and yeah would love to be able to help in any way that i can Mm -hmm. for sure Okay, what is the body and scripture reflection guide? Can you tell me more about that? Sure. So I'm yeah, happy for anybody to reach out that would like that, although I guess you're linking that maybe in the show notes. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just a resource that I hope can be helpful when it comes to developing a biblical understanding of the body. I mean, oftentimes uh, we don't realize how many... Um, 
how much scripture speaks to the body. And so my hope is that this guide will help people to just walk through some basic scripture um, passages and just spend some time reflecting on what they're reading Mm -hmm. to hopefully um, start or strengthen uh, that biblical understanding of the body that they're seeking to develop. Mm -hmm. Yes, love that. So they can have that biblical knowledge. If it's not there yet, then this can be a guide to, to start start that foundation <laughs> absolutely um wonderful well thank you so much i think it's just always so helpful to be reminded of ah the, i don't know what to do and it's like okay there is a plan uh there are foundations here there let's just return let's return to those um and strengthen those and yeah it's more simple than we often make it um and you know his burden is easy and his yoke is light so (laughs) let's take on his yoke instead of ours so um okay alex can you close us with prayer i would love to thank you father thank you just for how you care for us um thank you for your faithfulness as we read in first thessalonians and just for how you meet us where we are Um, I praise you for the work that you're doing through Casey and her team at Joyful Health. And I just pray that you'll continue to work in and through through them to bring the good news of Jesus um, and the hope that we have in you in all things, uh, Mm -hmm. just including in our wellness journeys. And I pray for those who are listening, would you just encourage them where they're at and give them wisdom and discernment just in how to move forward? Um, I pray that they would readily lean on you in all things, especially when it comes to their health, just knowing that nothing is too small to bring Mm -hmm. to you. It all matters to you. So I just pray that you would encourage them to come to you in all things. Mm -hmm. And I pray, Father, just that you would help us to serve others and glorify you as whole people um, in all that we say and in all that we do. Again, Father, we just thank you so much um, for the opportunity to talk about all of these things, all of these things that we know matter to you. And so I pray all these things in your son's name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thanks, Um, Casey. Yeah. Okay, friends, until next time, may you rest in his grace and follow the joy. Hey, congrats! If you are hearing this, that means you've made it to the finish line. Give yourself a high five for me. Thank you for listening all the way through. I hope and pray this episode has blessed you so that you can more fully enjoy God, glorifying Him, and blessing others. If you want to talk about this episode with more Joyful Health friends, join our free Facebook community. Head to joyfulhealth.co slash podcast and get connected with us there. Before you move on with your day, would you consider taking a moment with the Lord in prayer to process what you have heard in the podcast? Ask God what he is revealing to you about himself and what you can do in response. And for all my regular listeners, thank you in advance for writing a review and sharing this podcast with someone else who is tired of the wellness rules and is ready to rest in God's grace and the Holy Spirit's power for their health. A big giant thank you to all our podcast guests and to my husband, Maddox Schuler for writing and recording our podcast music. It takes a village and we are glad that you are a part of ours.